Evening.O podcast in five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the Odd Out podcast, where normal is not my specialty. I am your host, the fucking sore as hell, Adam Higgins, the Odd Dad Out. You can find me at odddadoutpodcast.com, or about that in a minute, and on all the social media places at odddadout, and, and I'm not, I'm not going to give you the spiel today. <laughs> Why? Because I'm sore and I'm tired and mostly because I'm sore and tired. So, since I mentioned it, last week I mentioned that I have recently acquired odddataout.com, which currently directs to odddataoutpodcast.com, which is the main website for the podcast, obviously. And I I was thinking about, it was like, well, my, my plan was to basically reformat the site and rebuild the entire thing. Not, not like rebuild it, but basically re kind of redo the website as odddadout.com. And then I started thinking about it and like one, I don't know how much doing that will affect the website as it stands. Like if I go and change the domain, like links that I have out there it, for as far as I know, basically Every link that I've ever put out for the website as it stands would then be broken by me changing that domain. And I don't want to do that. Basically, I mean, like every tweet, every Facebook post, everything I've ever put out there with this website address on it would then be invalid. And I don't want to do that because, well, that's just it. Now suddenly nothing works. And it's like I'm starting from scratch and that would suck. And, and it kind of occurred to me as, as Odd Dad Out being my brand, basically, everything I do is under the Odd Dad Out brand, whether it's just the podcast or it's my editing services and, and consulting. And even in like voiceover type stuff, for the most part, I operate as the Odd Dad Out. That's just kind of my thing. I've talked about this before as kind of the, I have a brand, whatever the hell my brand is, this is it. And so if you want to describe me as a brand, it is open book sarcasm and snark, I guess, but, but, but honest and, and all that type jazz. But anyway, did I say smart ass? Probably anyway, but that, that's me. And that's who I am and all of my weirdness and all of my quirks. And that goes through into voice acting and that goes through into the, I guess, the honesty and all of that sort of stuff rolls into and like the professionalism for as much of a smart ass as I am. I'm very professional when it comes to doing the things I need to do that I need to do. And so, you know, that, that's, that's the brand. And so I realized, like, you know what, I'm, I'm just going to make a, a web page, just like a landing page that is odddadout.com and have it where it just directs 
it's it's just like a landing page to separate stuff out, basically. So odddatout.com will end up going to a landing page where you can go to the web the podcast page, or you can go to odd data voice productions, or uh I'm I'm and then building pages around the voice acting stuff as it goes. Anyway, that's what's gonna happen with that. I haven't done it yet because shit takes time and you know, it's one of those things where I have to sit down at the computer and, and and figure it out and figure out what the hell to do and design. And if you've listened to me for long enough to remember how much time I spend when I start working on a thing and I start doing a thing and I get caught up in it and all the little tweaks whenever I'm working on the website and how long it took me about a year and a half to refine the odd dead out voice productions website before I launched it just because I'm, I get nitpicky about details and shit. And so, yeah, that that's just kind of how that goes. And so, and, and this is going to be one stupid page. That's just going to basically be like a glot, like a, a directory to the other stuff and might have a little bio and stuff like that, but that's where really what it's going to be. And it may even like, I'll probably direct, um, to like my ACX profile and if I get any other stuff like that. But that's basically where it's going to live is kind of just be an open, here's all of the, all things odd dad out, live at odddadout.com, which will be what happens eventually. Right now, not there. Anyway, <sighs> just, I don't know why I felt like the need because of the whole, I mentioned the new web address last week and I don't know. Just getting shit out there. Oh, man. I'm tired. I'm fucking tired and sore as hell. Um, I, I've spent the last two days, I shouldn't say all two days, because it's just like an hour or two. Uh, but I, I don't remember if I mentioned when we moved into this house, we didn't have ceiling fans. And it was in part because like one of those things, yeah, they can add fans to the room. And when you know, when you have the builder install ceiling fans, they're expensive. (laughs) They get really expensive fans and they charge you a lot for the professional construction guys to install the ceiling fans, which is, you know, fine and dandy, all that. And then they roll it into the cost of the house and all that stuff. Well, when we were moving in, our sales agent actually told us, don't have our guys do it. She actually said it. It's like, don't have our guys do it. Do it yourself or hire somebody else to do it because one, our guys are going to cost more than if you hire somebody yourself. And two, if we do it, the fans that we install don't have lights on them. (laughs) I'm like, really? You guys still put in fans with no lights. How weird. In a room that already does not have a an, a fixed ceiling light, you guys install fans that have further no light. So yeah, that's what we were dealing with. So I was like, yeah, we'll do it ourselves. And as and well, I live in Arizona, and yeah, it's almost February, and it, you know we should be in the dead of winter right now. And in some parts of the world, they're in the dead of winter. Well, at least in the northern hemisphere. Like I know Lisa and Sam from I shake my head are sitting there in like minus 40 and minus 50 Celsius right now, like ice cubes in a car because they're crazy. But yeah, I know I'm sitting here and it's like 75 degrees 
Fahrenheit for those of you because Canadians and Americans. Anyway, but it's about 70 something degrees and our average temperature for the last yeah, for almost all of January has been in the 70s. It's a mild winter. Even by Phoenix standards, it's a mild winter. So it's actually been not cold. It's been not cold. And the other day, the boys were actually complaining that it was getting hot in the house because we have, we, at this point, we have the heater running because it might get to be like 60 something overnight. And so we'll have the heater running. Well, it was so warm that day, the heater never kicked on because it was actually about 78 degrees in the house. <laughs> and we didn't have like, there's no fans in any of the rooms. So there's no circulation. So it's just hot, stale air. And the boys were kind of miserable and it was bedtime. They're like, oh, it's hot. And I had noticed, um, well, last week doing the show, that it gets quite warm in the office with, like, without a fan, without any circulation or anything. Especially because my my window that's in here, even though it's shaded, like I have nice thick uh, blackout curtains on my window right here behind me. Which maybe eventually I'll do something with with video again, and you'll get to see my new office once it's not a complete mess because it's still a mess. But I'll show you my office eventually. But once that's all done, you know. But uh, I it was like it still gets kind of hot, just kind of stale air, especially like with right again the heater on because technically winter, and so hot air will blow in here and it'll just be hot. And stale, hot, and bad. And if I'm sitting here for any prolonged amount of time, that's not going to be very happy. And so I convinced my wife, even though she'd been opposed to it. I'm pretty sure I mentioned she was opposed to ceiling fans. <laughs> and at this point, she's still opposed to a ceiling fan in our bedroom. And fine, I'll deal with that. We have a, a stand, a floor fan in there anyway. But I was like, the boys' rooms are hot and stale air. The office gets hot. We need some fans. And so I found a good deal on Home Depot. It was like, hey, today only. And it was like these these fans are nice, you know, nice looking fans. And they come with LED bulbs. So they're bright as fuck. And they they light up these rooms like crazy. And so I grabbed three fans because we're like 40 something dollars for these really nice fans and the regular price. And I did, in fact, check the next day, checking the order like, oh, what? So the price on those normally, and it was like $70. So I got a great deal on these fans. And so I got these three fans and I started with, hey, <laughs> let's practice and started putting pieces together to figure out, okay, how the fuck am I going to do this? I've seen plenty of videos of how to install a ceiling fan, but there's a big difference between watching it on YouTube and then actually doing it. And the one thing they don't really let you know about when you're installing a ceiling fan Besides the fact that you really need to have an assistant um, just for, you know, you're working up on a ladder primarily. So you kind of want to have somebody down on the ground that can hand you shit. It's very helpful. Uh, also, you should have an assistant around who is old enough to dial 911 in the unlikely event that you uh, oops and electrocute yourself or oops and fall off the ladder. Good to have, which was a plan. I've had since I was like, yeah, I got to put fans in. I was like, no, I'm not doing this when I don't have anybody home with me because I want to make sure somebody's around in case I fall or in case something goes wrong. I'm up on a ladder. I could fall. I could break my neck. 
So yeah, let's have, you know, support. Anyway, the thing they don't tell you is fans are fucking heavy. And fans are the motors and the mounts and all this stuff. This shit's heavy as hell. When you're having to lift it over your head and hold it over your head with one hand while you're lining up screw holes and all that bullshit. That's a pain in the ass. And then when you're trying to get the light fixture onto said uh, motor mount and all this stuff and you're trying to cramp it's like, oh, the light fixture and you put the light fixture on the bottom. Well, the light fixture on the bottom has a bunch of wires on it. And then there's other wires and you got to slide this thing in here and then you got to line up the screw holes and you got to do this and this and this all with one hand because then you got to line up the screw hole while you get tiny, tiny little screw in your screwdriver and get that screw in there so you can hold it up. Otherwise, as soon as you release any kind of pressure, then the whole thing's going to get out of alignment and the wires are all going to push out and it's all going to be a big ass fucking mess. And so this whole time you're holding all this bullshit up and it's heavy as hell and it's all over your head or like just mount, just like the act of putting in the, the bracket that hangs the fan because all of this is being done over your head and very quickly, your arms get very tired because <laughs> you're working over your head the entire time, whether you're just using screwdrivers or whatever, because for the most part, it's not super heavy hauling it up the ladder and hanging it and getting it all in there. Kind of a pain. But the biggest pain is that everything is being done over your head and very soon your arms get fucking tired and you're dealing with tiny little screws and tiny little spaces and confined areas and all this shit. And very quickly, your arms are tired, your hands are sore, and you don't want to fucking do anything. Like, I'm not doing more than one fan a day, um, as evidenced by the fact that I'm doing this right now. But I'm fucking tired. Like, yesterday beat the shit out of me because I didn't really know what I was doing. And I actually had to uh, look up, because if you are installing a ceiling fan, if you don't know, if you've never installed a ceiling fan before... There's actually a special bracket you have to have in your ceiling to support the weight of a fan. Because if you just have like a, a little ceiling light for them, usually those don't require a big weight limit on them. They're not that heavy. So just a standard uh, light fixture box can just hang there and it's no big deal. And that's what they, you know, whatever. Well, fans are heavy, as I've said. And so you have to have a special weighted block or like a special block that basically braces that fixture against like the other, the, the frame of the, the boards and everything inside the wall so that that's supporting the weight so that it doesn't, you know, rip your ceiling. Out. And well, I, I've seen a ton of videos and like, wait, I opened up cause we had like, it was just basically a plastic cover plate over the holes. They were like, Oh yeah, your ceiling, the fixtures are all, uh, already fan ready to go. No big deal. It's like, I opened up the little cover plate for the, the hole. And I'm like, I don't know what this is. This doesn't look like the fixture that is in every single video. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, hold on. And I end up taking the whole fan. Well, the whole like light fixture box that has the wires coming. In. I take the whole damn thing out because it's got writing on it. And like, I'm not going to try and read this shit over my head as I rip the thing out and the labels on it. And it's like, oh, okay, it's this model, this, 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 this. 
how the fuck am I supposed to use this? Because this is not what the, every video shows. And I end up finding the website for the damn product even. I was like, oh. And it's basically like just a big guide block. I was like, okay, this bolts to the, to the, to the joint in the ceiling. And then when you're installing your fan, you drill new holes into the joint and bolt. And it's got these massive anchor bolts that it comes with. And then you attach your fan brackets straight to the joint with these massive two inch fucking anchor screws that I had to use a ratchet to fucking crank down, which I wish I'd done yesterday when I was doing the first fan because I stripped out the screw heads inside them. And today I was like, hey, that's got a hex head on it. Let me get my ratchet and what took me probably 30 minutes to screw in yesterday because I wanted them really in there tight. Um, I just, again, stripped out the screw heads inside. Today took me like two minutes with a fucking ratchet. I'm like, oh, God damn it. Why couldn't I have done this yesterday? Learning, learning, learning. You learn and then you do it again and you, you apply those lessons. <laughs> the next fan install, because I still got one left to do. Because I did my office yesterday. Today I did one of the boys' rooms, and um, I may or may not do it tomorrow. Um, I might do one tomorrow. I don't know because I won't have anybody home tomorrow because Damien's been homesick the last two days. I think he's kind of hamming it up and he's faking it just to get to stay home. But either way, he was home, so I was taking advantage of the fact that I had somebody at home who was capable of dialing 911 because I'm not leaving that to Sam. But anyway, <laughs> so I've got the two of the rooms done. Tomorrow I go, I'll maybe do one, the last one. Either way, fans look nice. They work. I'm having to put these long ass extension chains on them because, uh, well, I have high ceilings. Talked about this. I've got like 10 or 12, like 10 foot ceilings in all the fucking rooms. It's high as hell. I think it's 10, whatever the hell. I got big ass fucking ceilings. I don't have low ceiling. And so the chains that come on the fan aren't adequate for us to reach. So I had to put extension chains on them. And for the boys room, I had to put like this massive chain. The the chain is probably an extra almost two feet because even on a stool, Damien couldn't reach the chain to turn off the lights. I don't care if they can adjust the fan, but the light switch chain had to be reachable. And so if I walk in there, the thing's going to hit me in the face. If he walks in there, he needs a stool to reach the chain. And so we're like, yeah, it's, it's going to be kind of awkward, just this long chain hanging in the middle of the room, but they got to be able to turn off the lights. So yeah, adventures and fans. Oh, and that's just, that's just like the last two days. It's just been so much stuff going on with stuff because, you know, it's, it's just a lot of house stuff. Speaking of house stuff, you know, I've mentioned that this house is really big and there's a lot of tile. And there's a lot of floor space and it's really far from one end to the other. And basically, I think I said like the, the main, all the common area of the house, the main hallway and the living room and the boys study and all that is all tile. And you know, if you've ever had a house, which is primarily hard floor, you know, you pretty much have to sweep almost every day. Because it just collects dust and debris and you notice it more. And it's one of it's the, the misconception between carpet and tile or carpet and hard floor in a home is that people who have a lot of like you 
like the the carpet versus tile argument in a home. And there are people who are like, oh, yeah, I, I hate having hard floors because it's so dirty all the time. There's all this, like, it's always dirty. You can't walk on it barefoot because there's always crumbs and dust and all this stuff. And it's always so dirty, blah, 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 blah. I love carpet. It's so much easier to walk on and it's softer, blah, blah, blah. And it doesn't click in their heads that all that same dirt is in the carpet. It's just you don't notice it because carpet's soft. And so realistically, if you want that hard, you want the cleanliness to be the same, you have to clean everything. You have to vacuum the carpet every day. You have to sweep and potentially mop the hard floor stuff every day. And that's a pain in the ass. And when you have four boys who track all their, you know, schoolyard dirt in and the dog who likes rolling the mud and kids who just like, you know, making crumbs because kids. So when the boys are sitting there and they're making their lunches or they're eating their lunch or their dinner or their snacks or whatever, and they're sitting there with fucking pretzel crumbs or cracker crumbs or whatever, or cheese that they dropped from making a thing or whatever, they're whatever, all the crumbs and all the dust and all the dirt and all the crap. And every single day we, I, we can sweep and mop. I'm not going to mop every day because fuck that. But you know, I, I, I got a big dust push dust mop broom thing so that we can easily just kind of push through and dust mop everything every day and very quickly the boys stopped doing it we had a chore list it lasted about a week and they stopped doing their daily chores more because homework got to be more taking up more time it's like well i don't have time to do my daily house cleaning chore stuff because i've still got homework to finish and we have dinner and then you know make sure the homework's done or this, 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 and then bedtime. And by the time they're like, they don't have time to go through and sweep all the rooms and touch up this and this and this. So yeah, we ended up as kind of the, we just needed to do it. And it's something I kind of agreed with just because of size of the house and amount of touch up cleaning we have to do. We got a robot vacuum and I'm not totally happy about it in the sense of these things are fucking expensive period. These things are expensive, like the Roombas and all that stuff. And we didn't get a Roomba uh, more because we, we, we're, we've we become very brand loyal to Shark. I don't know why. Really don't. Um, we've had a few and I've talked about our Shark Steam mops and our whole like infatuation with them and like upgrading. And now I've got the super fancy silver edition shit shark steam pocket with the blah, 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 blah. And all the fancy shit. I did that before. Um, but we've also had a couple of shark vacuums. I had a handheld shark vacuum that I used to use just for cleaning the couches because it was the only one that could get the dog hair that would get like embedded in the couch fibers uh, on the microfiber and it would actually get that out. And so we had like shark hand vacuum and I had, you know, all of our shark steamers. And so of course, when it came time to get a robot vacuum, we got the shark IQ, which is the super fancy one with the artificial intelligence or whatever the fuck it is that like builds a map of your house as it goes. And it sits there in like straight line, basically builds a grid as it's cleaning your house and knows where chairs are and 
learns where all the walls and all the different things and the different rooms, and it maps your house in a grid. And it can go from hard floor to carpet very easily. It's got, you know, and, and can transition. And it also has the big self-emptying base. So when it's done after cleaning for however long or it fills up its its little cup, it goes back to its dock and the dock giant vacuum tank. It's supposed to last 30 days. We'll see. But that goes in there and it sucks out and cleans out the tank on board. And so it's got its own big uh, vacuum tank collection thing. And so like whenever that's full, you just go and empty that out later after up to a month, it says. And so I don't have to sit there every day and go or maybe a couple times during cleaning. Like my dad's robot, my dad has a robot vacuum and they have to clean it. They also don't wear shoes in the house, but they have to empty that thing every single cleaning because it will fill up. Well, we don't, (laughs) I don't have to touch it. I don't have to touch it for like days unless it, you know, picks up like, oh, somebody left a rubber band on the floor and it got wrapped around the brushes and it'll stop and tell us because again, new vacuums have voices. And so it has a, a voice that will tell you, please check brush roller. Please clear my brush roller. Please put me on a level surface. Uh, Please clear a block in dust bin. Please return me to dock. There was one night where it it couldn't find its way back to the dock. And it was because it went into one of the bathrooms and I didn't want it to go in there. So I picked it up and moved it. And well, when you do that, it fucks with its location because it like it thinks it's in one place in its setting you're trying to map and it thinks it's in one place. And then when you try when it goes to like, okay, now I know where it thinks it knows where it is, but it's not because I moved it like three feet and moved it from one room to another and it confused it. So when it was trying to retrace its map to get back to the base, it couldn't find the base. (laughs) <laughs> and it basically batteries ran out and it like just sat there with like minimal battery, just enough battery to tell me that she can't find the base and needs help getting back to the dock. They basically like turn it off, pick it up, put it back on the dock. And once it makes the little terminal connections on the dock, because it does have to be aligned right for the vacuum, like the, the little dust collection thing and the vacuum pump on the dock. It you like once it makes its little terminal connections, it like makes this little musical note thing, and then it does this little fucking dock dance because it has to align itself properly. So it pulls away a little bit, it spins in a circle, it goes forward back until it touches the dock, and because it's all Wi-Fi connected, so it's like it's like it's got a little Wi-Fi bubble. It's like once it's in range, and it's like oh there it is, go that way, and so it like lines itself up gets itself straightened out and then backs up, turns around and then like goes back and slowly backs up into the, the dock again to align the vacuum connection on the dock with its own vacuum connection so it can clean out its own dust container. And it's really funny just watching it do this little fucking dock dance every time it has to <laughs> empty out and and so I mentioned it has voice alerts. 
So it'll tell you if something's wrong. Well, it has a female voice and it's a shark and we're goofy that way. And immediately my wife, before we even knew it had a voice, my wife was like, she's a shark. She's here always from the very beginning before it even arrived. This thing was referred to as she. And of course, because, you know, it's Wi-Fi controlled and enabled and there's an app and we can see what's going on with it and where it is and we can look at its map and its progress and blah, 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 all the millions of things because it's another smart device that, oh yeah, will be able to connect to all of the other stuff in our smart house. You have to name your device. And because, again, since we first ordered her, she's been she. And oh yeah, again, found out, cut a female voice, has a voice, has a female voice. We needed a name. We had to name the vacuum. We have to name the robot. And because we're nerds, we needed a name for a shark. We needed a girl's name for a shark. So only shark we could think of was from Finding Dory. The silly whale shark. Destiny. (laughs) So our shark robot vacuum is destiny. And pretty much from the get-go, she is always referred to as destiny or she. She is not referred to as it. We've never referred at any point. Have we referred to this vacuum as it because it's a vacuum? It's she. And... Or it's destiny. We refer to the vacuum by name. Like, just running around. It's like cleaning my office. And I'm, I'm like up in, I'm in the living room or something watching TV with the boys and realize I can't hear her anymore. I'm like, hey, where's destiny? Like, like, not even, where's the robot? Where's the vacuum? Hey, I can't hear the vacuum. It's where's destiny? <laughs> I'm like, oh, I think she's in the office. Like, we refer almost like a pet is like the, the way conversationally that we're talking about the robot vacuum is <laughs> kind of funny, which is very us, but it's just really funny. It's like, it's like vacuum, but it's, you know, it just, it's kind of, I don't know. It's what, I don't know what it is about us. We're weird. I mean, okay, that's, that's what it is about us. We're weird. But it's just funny that that we would have a robot vacuum that's a shark named Destiny and pretty much stick with the name. (laughs) That's it. Uh, You know what's really funny? You'd think that having a robot vacuum running around and be a very new introduction to the house that would freak out the animals. They couldn't give two shits if you if they had to. I'm like the first time she ran, Jasper laid there in front, like, huh? So that's what that thing does. Like they got this little fucking robot thing cruising around all over the floor. First thing I think, this is a dog with a trauma background. He's kind of jumpy, and he does not give a shit about the robot vacuum that's running around. Like she would bump into him. He didn't care. I'm like, Jasper, get up. She's going to like, and and more for the Jasper move. She's going to map your ass in the middle of the room and then never vacuum that section. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, there's a thing here. Go around it. No. <laughs> but it's it's just funny. The cats don't care. Jasper doesn't care. It's, it's just like, you know what? <laughs> like, it's just another thing. And with the cats, it's more of the cats really don't give a shit about anything. They spend most of the morning hiding under beds or just lounging in places to be lazy because they're fucking cats. But yeah, it's just funny. Like, they don't give a shit. Yep. She comes into the room. They're just sitting there on the bed, like whatever. And it was really funny on uh, Monday, the first time she ran. And I'm just sitting again. I'm sitting there in the living room. She's doing her thing. And I realized she'd gone over towards my bedroom. I was like, hmm. And I kind of heard, kind of heard her go in there and heard, you know, the difference between when it's on uh, the tile and hits the carpet and then it gets kind of muffled. And I was like, then I couldn't hear her at all. I'm like, oh shit, did her battery run out? And I checked the app. I'm like, no, she's still got like 80 bat- 80% battery. I'm like, all right, where the fuck is she? Because I can't hear her. She's just stuck somewhere. So I go and check and she's under my bed. And I, I can barely hear the motor work. And I'm like, okay. And I go and look under the bed and sure as she comes, she's like, has done the entire under my bed. <laughs> I was like, it's a good thing we don't have shit under the bed anymore because otherwise she'd have been kind of fucked but it was just really fun it's like all the way under the bed and it's funny because she's got these big honking deep track wheels on it so when she's like she does she roll over like the bath mats and we've got his memory foam mats in the kitchen and so she actually could just roll clean over those again because she's meant to go from carpet to tile and back and all this stuff. She rolls right over, but leaves it on the because the mats are memory foam and and the carpet is pretty well, it's brand new carpet. So it's, it takes those wheel marks really well. And so you just look and you just see these tire tracks everywhere, like uh, just tire tracks up and down the floor mats and tire tracks all over the bedroom carpet where you can see where it's like, oh, she hit this and turned around and went here. And you see her entire path through the room over these little, these deep tire tracks all over and it's really funny it's like oh, oh she didn't make it this far it's like why because the tire tracks stopped at this side of the bed or like she made it into the closet but she only got about three feet into the closet and then came back it's just really like I mean, i'm getting way too much enjoyment out of telling stories of our robot vacuum Ugh, but that's my life that, that is what i am now <laughs> I'm, I'm in full adult mode now where i get excited about a fucking robot vacuum <laughs> And it doesn't change the fact I still got to have the vacuum on the weekends, even though she runs every day. You know, it's like, like she's, she's maintenance. She's keeping up the dusting and shit that, and the, the daily sweeping. But we've already told the boys like, no, on Saturday, it's still cleaning day. You're still going to have to sweep. You're still going to have to, to get the shark uh, steam mop out. You're still going to have to shark the floors. You're still going to have to sweep. You're still going to have to vacuum your rooms because the first thing we learned is She's capable of picking up dog hair and all that stuff out of the carpet. It also clogs up her fucking tank. Because <laughs> all, you know, if you ever vacuum dog hair and it just basically turns into giant clumps. Well, that's what happened and it clogged her tank. And so every time she went into a new carpeted room for the first time, it would clog her tank. And so we're like, now we need to go through at least once a week and vacuum out the dog hair and all the major stuff. So she's just doing upkeep. She's just keeping it maintained. She is the maintenance robot and we do the major cleaning on the weekends and shit like that. But they were a little disappointed when they found out they're still going to have to mop and sweep and vacuum 
Like, but that's what Destiny's for. She's supposed to do all that. Not all the time. And she can't clean up that juice spill you just did, you jerk. <laughs> but yeah, that is life. Robots and and fuck. <laughs> We're in the future. We have robots. They're going to take over the world. They're going to vacuum your socks, which apparently her vacuum is actually strong enough to pick up a sock, <laughs> which I learned like immediately. Apparently, the one of the boys had left a sock under the dinner table because they always take their fucking socks off everywhere in a goddamn house. But there, she sucked up a sock and very quickly I get an alert on my phone. Please clear my brush roller. And I look and there's a fucking sock wrapped all the way around the little brush inside. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. And again, also really cool. It's really easy to clean this shit out. Like you just like flip a little panel open and you can take the entire brush out and clean it and whatever. It's like, like I mentioned, like rubber bands and shit getting wrapped around it. And I can just go in and just take the whole thing out and replace it and like, oh, I can clean this real quick and put it back. Just make sure you put it back in the same place. <laughs> we don't need her getting lost again. <laughs> but yes, I, I've reached that point of adulthood where robot vacuums are exciting to me. I know, I know. I'm supposed to be a Toys R Us kid. I've also got four kids who've never been to a Toys R Us in their lives. <laughs> uh, but before I go, I realized I didn't say it, but yeah, I was no news this week, no recommended listening. Um, here's why. So normally this is the last episode of the month, and normally, at least for the last year, the pattern of that has been the last episode of the month is guest of the month. And I mentioned it last week. I was supposed to be having a special guest who is from a, a future recommended listening segment. Um, I was supposed to have coach Raven from the strength love metal podcast. Come on. But uh, timing wise, her schedule, my schedule stuff going on, just couldn't put it together. Just timing didn't work out right. And it's one of those where Bring her in is like, are, are we going to do this in person? Are we going to have her like Skype in? And it's kind of a, it's a new show. She's new to podcasting and the tech side. And I was working with her on some of the tech stuff, but like I, I, we haven't really gone over doing remote call in podcasting type stuff yet, even though I've got my system that I don't need her to do much other than like jump on a call. But still, it's just a matter of kind of working it out. And again, with ceiling fans and robots and cleaning and and more stuff, it's just I, I, I've been too busy and I've been really busy with work and I had a lot of long nights. I've had a lot, a lot of uh, I've had a lot of coming home at 430 ish in the morning nights in the last couple of weeks. So I've been just beat. So my off days, I've been trying to catch up on rest while I can. But yeah, it's. It, she will be coming up soon and I will have some more features coming up and I'm going to try and get back onto more features because I've really in the last few months, um, besides the fact that December was kind of a wash, um, I, I've not done a lot of new podcast recommendations in a while. And that is something I want from you. Send me your podcast recommendation, something that you like, something you want me to check out. Or record your own. Email me at show at odddadoutpodcast.com. It's the other reason I'm not changing it because the email won't work. Um, 
<laughs> send me your recommendations. Record something if you want. I'll play it or leave me a voicemail. 516-636-7631. That is 516-ODOPOD1. Record something. Leave me a voicemail. What do you want me to check out? What is a show that you recommend? And maybe you can just come on and talk about it. Or you can just come on the show to chat about whatever the fuck. Because why not? Hell, I am not necessarily going to leave guests for the end of the month. You want to come on the show and just bullshit with me? Fine. Also, programming note. I'm strongly considering getting rid of the news. Um, couple of reasons. Um, kind of the number one reason being it's kind of a pain in the ass to do. Of all of the segments and all of the things that I've done in the show, the one thing that requires work, and I realize this is a big me being fucking lazy, it's a lot easier for me to sit here and bullshit for a half an hour than it is to, you know, go scan through the news and, and like even recommended listening segments are a good amount of work, but that's just me researching, uh, like pulling audio and being familiar with the show. But that's more of pulling links and being able to connect to the stuff. But I just haven't like it. it's now it's, it's a lot more work and I'm getting tired of like, again, me being lazy, it, going through and finding news stories and some weeks there's not really much worth it. And a lot of the time, a lot of the stuff is like somebody died in a horrific way. And I really don't necessarily like making fun of people for dying. And, you know, then there's other stuff, but I'm, I'm strongly considering getting rid of the news segment. It makes it easier on me. It makes the show show shorter. Um, it's, uh, yeah, a lot of it makes it easier on me because 90% of my time in writing show notes is getting the links together for the news and writing up stuff for the news. And that's a pain in the ass that I don't want to do. It's kind of, it's, yeah, it's just a pain when it's not necessarily what the show's about. So I'm really just thinking I'm, I'm, I'm not necessarily getting it. I'm scrapping it immediately, but it's something I'm strongly considering. So yeah, there's that. <laughs> I feel it's just kind of something that the more I think about it, it's less, it's, it's very me personally to sit there and make fun of people being stupid and stupid shit. But it, it's as time has gone on, the more I think about it, the more I feel like it's not really something that necessarily fits in with the rest of the show. Other than me being crotchety and ranting, me being crotchety and ranting is kind of the common theme and it's kind of my brand. I think I was talking about before, but in the, I'm going to do a news segment doesn't really work with telling dad life stories and whatever the fuck's going on with me and me listening to podcasts and telling you what to do. Me, the podcast recommendations fit in the theme of me and my personality. And I'm a big podcast listener and I'm a podcast producer and editor and consultant and all the things. And that all works because it's all kind of elements of me. And I talk about podcasting stuff and it's just part of my rambles here. But the news bit, <clears throat> and I think if I'm going to cover news stuff, it's going to be more of, I was 
you know, I saw this thing and it made me think about this. I think it's going to be less of a segment and more of just a jumping off point for my ramblings. But yeah, I think I'm, I'm probably going to get rid of the news as a segment. It'll make it easier to do the show. It'll make the show a little more cohesive, I guess. And you know, I'll just see what I do with it. I don't know. Maybe I'll just spin it off and make the news stuff its own separate like Patreon thing. I don't know. <clears throat> it's just kind of, yeah, I think after I've done the news for about three years now, and I think it's kind of run its course. I think I'm still going to talk podcasting. I'm still going to ramble, but it is the one part of the show that makes me not want to do it. It's the one thing where I'm like, ah, oh, I've got it. And I like, I've got to find new stories for the week. And the rest of it is I can talk about this thing easily. But the rest of it is like the, the news bit. It's, it's more work. And so, yeah, I think I'm, I, you know, if, are you one of those people who has to think about something before you say it? Or are you one of those people who has to say something to think it? I'm very much a have to think out loud. I think better out loud. And so I tend to talk to myself. That's why I'm a good solo podcaster. I can just talk to myself, but I'm talking to you. And I'm talking to you right now, telling you that I've pretty much worked through in the last minute of talking to you right now. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just going to kill the news. I might, again, I might bring up news stories here and there if it's something to talk about. Like, I'm not going to get into Kobe Bryant because everybody's talking about Kobe Bryant right now. I also am not a sports person, but you know, something like that comes up. Um, again, like the last episode of Strength Love Metal, she talked about uh, Neil Peart, the drummer from Rush who died recently. And there was actually another drummer from, and I'm blanking the name of the band and she's going to get so mad at me, um, that died this last week. And I was like, what is it with drummers dying all of a sudden? But, you know, it's just, it's what it is. People die, especially when they're these old musicians. But, yeah, it's something like that, you know, news that makes me want to talk about it rather than news that makes me want to make fun of people being stupid. So maybe at that, and that'll probably be it. That'll probably end up spinning into that other podcast I was talking about with like my, my weird true crime podcast idea that I've knocked around and I'm building notes for. But anyway, I'm, I've rambled on more than I intended to ramble but just so you know i will have uh coach raven coming in soon again need to get all that worked out i'm trying to get there's a couple other guests again and there's a couple other podcasts i'm gonna uh be featuring soon if she's not on next week i will be featuring strength love metal next week so you'll get to a little piece of that i will just need to put a a promo clip together for it because she doesn't have one And so again, she's like at episode six right now. And yeah, I don't normally talk about shows this new, but one, it's the message. And two, well, you'll know why when I talk about it. But until then, you can go to odddeadoutpodcast.com, subscribe to the show while you're there, get all the back catalog, look at all the stuff, check out the current recommended listening page. And while you're there, if you are so inclined, you can join my awesome Patreon supporters like Chris from Play Comics, Lisa and Sam from I Shake My Head, Kate from Ignorance Was Bliss, and Heather from Sunshine and Power Cuts. 
or one-time donation on PayPal or buy me a coffee. It's cool. It's me. Coffee. I need more coffee. Do it. Buy me coffee. Anyway, <laughs> I know I'm, I'm asking you for money, but you don't have to. What you could do even better than money. Tell your friends about the show. Take their phone. Subscribe to the Odd Dad Out podcast on their phone. Just let it run. Just tell them. Tell them you should listen to this weird asshole in Arizona because why the fuck not? But <laughs> again, you have a recommended listening suggestion or just want to say, hey, and want to hear your voice on the show, want to talk some shit, whatever you want to do. 516-636-7631. 516-ODOPOD1. Odd Dad Out on all the social medias and show at odddadoutpodcast.com. I'm sure I'm forgetting something. I always feel like I'm forgetting something. That's what happens when you don't have a script. But until next week, oddballs, that's it, the group, oddballs. (laughs) Until next week, (laughs) thank you and good night.